Welcome to the Faith Life Fellowship Podcast with Dr. Scott Forrest. In today's message, Dr. Forrest presents part three of his teaching, 2020, the year of forward vision. 2020, the year of forward vision. This will be part three, amen? You know, the last couple of weeks I've been sharing some of the things the Lord has given me for the year 2020. And as your pastor, I felt led of the Lord to give them to you because if he gives them to me, he wants me to share them with you because they're not just for me, they're for all of us, amen? And also I know that there are those that tune into our podcast nationwide and worldwide, and I believe it's for them too. I believe it's for the worldwide body of Christ, amen? So as we progress through this series, I'm circling back to some of the vision concepts that I laid out in the outline of the first message that I delivered because I feel like It'll help us prepare for the future that is the year 2020 and beyond. So with that in mind, this morning I'd like to spend a little bit more time talking about coming out of the wilderness, coming out of captivity, and believing God for impossible dreams. Amen. And not in the far future, but in the near future. Amen. For too long, we've put our dreams in the distant future when we need to start bringing them into the near future. Amen? Hallelujah. So, I believe this year, 2020, is our year here at Faith Life Fellowship. I believe the same thing for those who might be listening to my podcast. Amen? I really believe that. As we mentioned in each of the messages so far, the term 2020 is a medical term which refers to Someone who has excellent vision. But as we've said many times, it can also be used to describe a type of vision that goes beyond what you can see with the natural eye. Prophetic vision, seeing through the eye of faith, or even learning conceptually uh, from our experiences and the mistakes of our past. Amen. And we emphasize that 2020 is not the year of hindsight, but the year of forward vision. The year of looking forward. So, we also talked about 2020, the year of coming out of the wilderness. So, let's kick some things off this morning by revisiting one of the core scriptures that we began with a couple, three weeks ago from Psalm 90, written by Moses, someone who knew what it was like to wander in the wilderness for decades. Amen. Psalm 90, verse 12 through 17 in the Passion Translation is simply awesome, so awesome that we had to go over it again. Amen. Hallelujah. Help us to remember that our days are numbered and help us to interpret our lives correctly. I love that. Set your wisdom deeply in our hearts so that we may accept your correction. I turned it into a prayer. Lord, help us know exactly where we are in the plan of God for our lives. Did you know you have a timeline? And I'm not talking about on your Facebook page. You got a timeline that God designed for you. I remember in the summer of 1991, I don't have time to go into this this encounter in detail, but it was in Minden, Louisiana, after church. I went up to our loft bedroom. Trish and the kids stayed downstairs, and I went up to take a nap. And when I went up to take a nap, I laid back on the bed and suddenly I was in a trance and I was in the spirit. And I know that word trance sometimes 
has negative connotations, but you find it five times in the Bible happening to people like Peter and Paul. So it's okay to have trances. It just means that your physical senses uh, are suspended, but you're aware of your surroundings. And that's exactly what it felt like. And I heard the audible voice of the Lord for the only time in my life. Now, I've heard the audible voice of the Lord on many occasions in visions and dreams. That's a little bit different. But I'm talking about just laying on the bed. I'm pinned to the bed by the power of God. And I hear the voice of the Lord say to me, the next significant event on your timeline will occur in October of 1996, over five years in the future. I don't have time to share it with you, but everything he showed me about 1996 on that day came to pass exactly the way he said it would. So I want you to be aware of the fact that you have a timeline and you are somewhere on that timeline right now. And you need to pray for an awareness of where you are on that timeline, the plan of God for your life. Because there are events and goals and dreams that God has for you to do at each juncture along your timeline, and you need to know where you're at so that you know what you're supposed to do. Amen? So my prayer is, Lord, reveal to us where we are on our timelines now, this first part of January in the year 2020, the year of forward vision. Amen? Give us wisdom so we can walk it out your way, not our way. Help us get back on track when we miss it, even when we miss it big. And don't you know, I've said this before, but Moses knew what it was like to miss it big. He murdered an Egyptian and he spent an extra 40 years wandering in the desert. 80 years total, he wandered in the wilderness. So he does know what it feels like to wander in the wilderness for decades. Amen. So we need to listen to his words. Help us get back on track, Lord, if we've missed it. Also, if we've had a setback, help us stage a comeback. Amen? We've got a limited time on the earth, and we need to make the most of the time that we have while we're here. Help us to live out our days to the fullest with the greatest impact for the gospel to all those that live around us. Amen? Verse 13 says, Return to us again, O God. How much longer will it take until you show us your abundant compassion? Let the sunrise of your love end our dark night. Break through our clouded dawn again. Only you can satisfy our hearts, filling us with songs of joy to the end of our days. Isn't that awesome? Sometimes when it feels like things aren't moving fast enough, or the road we're following just got a little bit rockier or rockier than it's ever been before, you can be tempted to think that the Lord doesn't care. Lord, let us know that you do care when the road gets rocky and make the rough places plain. Make the road ahead smooth for us to follow. Let us have forward vision for 2020 and beyond. Amen. Some of us, after I preached the first message of this series, have already suffered loss and grief in the first few days of 2020. Nevertheless, Lord, replace our years of trouble with decades of delight. Amen. That's what it says here. 
in verse 15. We've been overwhelmed with grief. Come now and overwhelm us with gladness. Replace our years of trouble with decades of delight. Amen? How many can say amen to that? Nobody knows the trouble I've seen. Lord, overwhelm us with gladness instead of that sad old song. Replace our years of trouble with decades of delight. Amen. Put a skip in my step and a song in my heart. Hallelujah. Verse 16. Let us see your miracles again and let the rising generation see the glorious wonders you're famous for. Amen. Lord, show this generation that you're not just the great I was, but you are the great I am. Lord, show the children, show the preteens, show the teenagers, show the millennials the wonders that I saw when I was their age. That's my prayer, Lord. Let it not be a generational thing. Let it be something that's passed on from generation to generation to generation. Every generation needs to experience the love and the power of God. Hallelujah. That's my prayer for 2020 and beyond. Verse 17. O Lord, our God, let your sweet beauty rest upon us and give us favor. Can I get an amen? Favor with God and favor with man. Come work with us, and then our works will endure and give us success in all we do. Amen. Glory to God. Lord, let 2020 be the year that your beauty rests upon this place and upon each one of us. Lord, let 2020 be the year that visions come to pass. Lord, fill this place with true worshipers, referencing the vision that I shared earlier. Amen? Let it be filled with true worshipers. Now, just to get this on the tape, I'm going to have to repeat a little bit of the vision that I shared before I started preaching. The Lord sent a messenger to me in 2016 to tell me that if we would cultivate the presence at Faith Life Fellowship, people would come, Carolina would come, to experience the presence in this place. Now, it hasn't manifested fully yet, but it will. Amen. Be it unto us, Lord, according to the vision that you showed the pastor of this church. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Come work with us, Lord, to impact the neighborhood and the community around us. Work with us so our works will endure. Give us success in all we do in the year 2020 and beyond. Amen. Let's let 2020 be the year that we take the limits off of God. You probably didn't realize it, but you limit God. He's not limiting himself. I can tell you that for sure. If he's limited, he's only limited in our mind and in our heart. We need to take the limits off of God. Amen. Glory to God. Psalm 78, verse 40 through 43 in the New King James Version. Awesome passage. Listen to this. How often they provoked him in the wilderness and grieved him in the desert. Yes, again and again they tempted God and limited 
the Holy One of Israel. Amen. Listen, this is talking about the Israelites after they came out of captivity in Egypt. I mean, God showed out strong on their behalf. He poured out ten plagues on the nation of Egypt to get them out of there. And when they got out of there, he opened the sea so they could walk through and closed it on his enemies behind him. Amen? He did all of that again and again, and yet they limited the Holy One of Israel. They saw his power manifested, and, they, and it was like they had this amnesia of sorts. It was like, we don't even remember that. Or... He's done that once, but he can't do it again. I'm here to tell you that God can do it again and again and again and in even more spectacular fashion than he did before. Amen. Don't limit God. We all do it. We've got to be mindful of it and ask the Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, help us. When we're limiting God, let us know so we can take the limits off of God. Listen. God will only show out for you to the degree that you believe he can. I mean, that's, that's the facts. He can, but he responds to faith, okay? He's not just going to do it because he's a good God. He wants you to believe him for mighty miracles and great things to happen in your life. He wants you to believe. Think about the most spectacular victory you've had in the past, and he wants you to say, you know what? I believe you can do even greater things than that in the future that will eclipse all of the great things you used to do for me. That's what he's asking us to do in 2020 and beyond. Listen, there's a lot of visions. There's a lot of dreams represented here in this house. But I just want to let you know the word of the Lord to you. If you will submit your vision to the vision of this house, God will bring your vision to pass. That's the way it works. That's the way it works. Amen. I don't know where that came from except the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Glory to God. All right, let's read on. Let me read it again because I preach so much we need to read it again. Verse 40. How often they provoked him in the wilderness and grieved him in the desert. Yes, again and again they tempted God and limited the Holy One of Israel. They did not remember his power. The day when he redeemed them from the enemy, when he worked his signs in Egypt and his wonders in the field of zone. Listen, you were headed to a devil's hell and Jesus rescued you out of that. You got born again. You got filled with the spirit. And now he set you on the right path. Listen, that is a glorious miracle that you need to bound off of. You need to say, you know what? If he raised me from the dead, if he made me a new creature on the inside, as righteous and holy as the Son of God, well, there's nothing he can't do for me, amen, because that's the greatest miracle in the universe, amen? Greater even than the creation of the universe, the resurrection of Christ ensured that we could be born again. 1 Peter 1, 3, I believe it says, he has begotten us again. That's King James 4. He has got us born again by the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Amen. It took the raising of Jesus Christ to raise you from the dead and get you born again. Amen. Can you say hallelujah for that miracle? 
Do you remember the self that you were? Do you remember yourself before you knew Jesus? You remember what a strange creature that person was? Didn't even think right. Didn't have a worldview that made any sense. And you remember how you were and how hopelessly lost you were. And you're so thankful that God brought you out of that. He brought you out of that darkness and translated you into the kingdom of his dear son. I mean, think about that. Every day we should get up and say, yes, thank you, Lord. You saved me. You filled me. You healed me. And you got a plan for my life. And I'm saying yes to the plan of God for my life. I've been doing that every morning for the last week or so. It'll do you wonders. Lord, I say yes to your plan. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Let's take the limits off of God. Listen, remember last week we talked about new beginnings and how God said in Isaiah 43, 18 and 19, not to remember the former things because he was doing a new thing. Amen. He wants us to forget the pain and mistakes of our past, but he wants us to remember all the victories and successes. Why? Because he wants you to know he's going to do even more spectacular victories and successes in your future. Amen. Think of the most spectacular thing that the Lord has done for you in the past and realize that the Lord can do it again, but in mightier and more glorious fashion than before. It's time that we remember the glory of our past and take the limits off our God. If he did it before, he can do it again and again and again in even greater measure and greater power. Let 2020 be the year that we take the limits off of God and believe him for the impossible. Amen. Let it be the year of Ephesians 3.20. This is my wife's favorite verse. She loves this verse and so do I. Ephesians 3.20 in the King James and then I'm going to read it to you in the Amplified. Now unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that worketh in us. You know, the Amplified says he is able to do super abundantly, far over and above all that we dare ask or think, infinitely beyond our highest prayers, desires, thoughts, hopes, or dreams. Amen. Hallelujah. Now, trust me, the fulfillment of Ephesians 3.20 will involve doing impossible things. It's the nature of that verse all according to the resurrection power of Christ that now lives on the inside of you. You're not going to do it in your own strength. You're not going to do the impossible things in your own strength. You're not going to do far over and above all that you dare ask or think infinitely beyond our highest prayers, desires, thoughts, hopes, or dreams in your own strength, but in the resurrection power of Christ that lives on the inside of you, amen. Paul said it like this, it is Christ in you, the hope of glory. Amen. Glory to God. I don't know about you, but I'm preaching myself happy. Listen, consider this. If the universe creating resurrection power of God that lives on the inside of us can't get it done, then it can't get done. But the resurrection power 
universe-creating, resurrection power of Christ does dwell in us. Therefore, we can do these impossible things as long as he is working with us. Amen. I want you to get that. You got to get that. Amen. You got to change your paradigm. Get four nickels instead. Just a joke to break things up a little bit. Let 2020 be the year that dreams come true. As cliched and corny as that can sound. In the house of God, it doesn't sound that way to him. I want your dreams to come true because I'm the author of those dreams. I have a vested interest in seeing to it that they come to pass. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Psalm 126, verse 1 through 6 in the King James Version. When the Lord turned again the captivity of Zion, we were like them that dream. Lord, let this be the year when your word to us is fulfilled and we say things like this. Is this real? Is this really happening? Is this a dream? This is like a dream. No, it's real. It's coming to pass. Let it be one of those kind of years in 2020. Are we dreaming? Pinch me, honey. Is this really coming to pass? Yes, it's coming to pass. Because the Lord said he would fulfill it and he is faithful to his promise. Amen. This is like a dream. I never imagined it could ever be like this. Verse 2. Then was our mouth filled with laughter. Ha ha. Then was our mouth filled with laughter and our tongue with singing. Ha I got a froggy voice, so I shouldn't try that. Then was our mouth filled with laughter and our tongue with singing. Then said they among the heathen. And that word there actually is better translated the nations. Then said they among the nations, the Lord hath done great things for them. Amen. How would you like the nation to stand up at attention and see what wonderful things that God has done for you and for your church? I don't know how that's going to be fulfilled, but I believe it can be. Amen. Glory to God. All right, let's keep reading. The Lord has done great things for us whereof we are glad. Turn again our captivity. In other words, you did it before, Lord. Now do it again. Turn again our captivity, O Lord, as the streams in the south. Now there's a little uh, factoid you need to know there. In the south, in the deserts of Negev, when the rainy season happened, the desert would flood. So basically he's saying there, Lord, you've done great things for us, and we're glad. Turn again our captivity and bring the desert rains like you do in the Negev. Amen. Let the water of God pour out in abundant measure. Amen. Turn the dryness into a living, growing thing. Amen. That's what he's saying there. They that sow in tears shall reap in joy. He that goeth forth and weepeth Bearing precious seed shall doubtless come again with rejoicing, bringing his sheaves with him. Amen. Now listen, that's a very familiar verse, but I'm putting my spin on it. I believe sometimes when you cry tears to the Lord, those tears are like seeds. And if you'll hold fast to the word of the Lord, 
even those tears that you've shed would become seeds of future fulfillment. Your sorrow will be turned into joy. The years of trouble will be turned into decades of delight. You know, there's a scripture that says, you've got all my tears in a bottle. You know, sometimes we shed tears over what we consider to be lost dreams. But listen, I've said this before, I'll say it again. If he's got your tears in a bottle, then he's got your dreams in his hand. Amen. And he hasn't forgotten about your dream. Glory to God. Hallelujah. 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 Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Talking about dreams coming true, listen to this awesome scripture, and we'll wrap it up with this. Jeremiah 32, 17 in the New King James Version. I love this. I say this over myself all the time. Ah, Lord God, behold, you have made the heavens and the earth by your great power and outstretched arm. There is nothing too hard for you. In fact, I got my own ditty that goes something like this. Oh, Lord God, creator of the universe, the vast expanse of space, the ages of time. There is nothing too difficult for you, nothing too hard for you, nothing too marvelous for you, nothing too wonderful for you. Amen. As a matter of fact, if you look up that word that is translated, there's nothing too hard for you. It actually has many shades of meaning to include too hard, too difficult, too marvelous, or too wonderful. So you could read that scripture like this. Ah, Lord God, behold, you have made the heavens and the earth by your great power and outstretched arm. There is nothing too hard, nothing too difficult, nothing too marvelous, or nothing too wonderful for you. Amen. Say it like that, and it'll get in your spirit, and it'll get you fired up. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. Imagine the most wonderful scenario you could ever conceive of concerning dreams coming true in your life. Uh, fulfillment of God's word to you. Think about the most wonderful scenario you could conjure up in your mind and realize that no scenario you can come up with or you could ever imagine is too hard or too difficult or too marvelous or too wonderful for the Lord our God. You know, some people say it like this. Wouldn't it be wonderful if thus and such? Well, you fill in the blanks. Wouldn't it be wonderful if? And put your most fantastic dream out there. Wouldn't it be wonderful if? And say, there is nothing too wonderful for the Lord our God. He can make it happen. If he put it in my heart, he can bring it to pass. Amen. He is able. And he's not only able, he is willing. Amen. Amen. So as we move into 2020, I'm asking you to join faith with me. Put your faith in God and in his ability to bring every promise he's made to you to come to pass in your life in wonderful and marvelous ways that you haven't even thought of yet. As we move further into the year, let it be the year of forward vision. Let's believe God for those kinds of dreams to come to pass in our lives. Amen. Amen. We hope you enjoyed part three of Dr. Forrest's message, 2020, 
The Year of Forward Vision If you are in the Wilmington area and are looking for a place to worship, come join us on Sunday at 9.45 a.m. for coffee and fellowship, 10.30 for worship and service, and on Wednesdays at 7 p.m. for Spirit-filled prayer. If you would like to learn more about us and access more of Dr. Forrest's teachings, visit our website at gofaithlife.com. Also, visit and like our Facebook page at Faith Life Wilmington. <music>